welcome back to Slopfest. Presumptuous. That assumes that you've listened to the first episode. Uh, hopefully you have, or maybe hopefully you haven't, because Slopfest, it does have a title now. The podcast really that was so bad in its first episode that it's it's left a stain. It's left a mark on the podcast forever. Forever stained it as Slopfest. That's how bad it was. Well, my girlfriend listened to the first episode and she said, well, you kept saying it was Slopfest, so why don't you just call it that? So in uh, true Trixie and Katya fashion with their show, uh, because they titled their show with a bit from the first episode of their show, stealing that trope and using it here, calling it Slopfest. Shouts out to my girlfriend for picking a name for the show. I very much appreciate it. Um, the goal really of this show each week, we're just going to, we're going to find out, we're going to find out who's doing it weirder, you know, who's out, who's out there in the world doing it harder and weirder than anyone else. Do we award them? <laughs> that's, that's the level of, yeah, this is it's just a lot of train of thought is what this show is. Man, great. It's such a great title now that I think about it. Cause even this one episode two, you would think maybe, maybe you got your shit together for the next episode. Didn't still a slop fest great title <laughs> gives you it's it sets the bar at a happy low so that you come in thinking oh this can't be great and uh if it's even remotely entertaining well then you know we've we've overshot it we've we've to- we've set new records do we bestow upon whoever whoever is chosen as out there doing it weirder with the trophy of trash that sounds a little bad that sounds like okay that's We'll workshop something. <laughs> Tweet me at my Pixel Persona. Let's workshop something. Because um, I don't want it to be like a, a, you know, we're goofing. We're out here goofing on people. Um, I Hey, I would love to win the Trophy of Trash. Hopefully I do some. I fuck it up so bad that I make it into a news article and then maybe I can be a contestant for it on my own show. That Hey, who knows? I want the Trophy of Trash. Now I'm picturing just it's a... Uh, it's just a small little uh, plaque on like a wooden plinth and it has one of those like plastic but gold looking trash cans. Trophy of trash. Now I want one. I'm going to get one made up just for me. Uh, okay, so no fucking around this this week, even though lots of fucking around. We're going to get straight into it. Absolutely not getting straight into it because I've waffled for too many minutes. Got an article here. Human urine sales are rocketing with a rise of workplace drug tests. You thought episode one was bad. Episode two, right out of the gate. Talking about piss. With more companies and organizations implementing drug tests in Britain, the sale of clean urine has become big business. Frozen urine, synthetic urine, and even urine from clean living neighbors. It's being sold to drug users looking to get new jobs, keeping current jobs, and holding on to their freedom. One, oh God, one anonymous urine shopper in Coventry told Metro UK, I smoke weed all the time and I get tested every three months and cannot take the risk of failing. Don't do the drugs then, maybe. If you can't, if you can't, if you cannot take the risk of failing it, don't do the thing that'll make you fail it. Pretty simple. Anyway, so I buy my neighbor's urine. Of course, of course, you know, the... The logical step. Oh, fuck. I, I cannot fail this drug test at work. Have to keep my job. How else am I going to pay for the, the drugs that I love? 
but I can't fail the test. Maybe Mary's got some piss. So I buy my neighbor's urine. She's about 60 years old, what? And has never touched a drug in her life. I give her five pounds for a litre milk bottle's worth of it and keep it in my fridge at home. How does that conversation come up? How, think right now, how well do you know your neighbours? I live in an apartment building. I don't know any of them. There's a woman who we assume is a lawyer. We smiled at her. She seems nice. Could be a lunatic. I have no idea. If she came to my door tomorrow and said, could I have some piss? You know, I don't know how I'd feel about it. I don't know if I'd go. Yeah, I probably wouldn't go for it. Hey, I know you don't know me that well. Live down there. Yeah, I know. Seeing you around. Cool. Great stuff. Um, I've got $5. You've got some piss. That's just the free market. That's, that's free market capitalism right there. Have you got some piss? Because I've got $5 burning a hole in my pocket. But really, how does that come up with your neighbours? How, how well do you think you have to know your neighbours before you ask them for some piss? $5 for a litre, that doesn't sound like enough. Maybe, look, I don't want to make it seem like you know, I've got tickets on myself or anything, or maybe, um, you know, and really in true market capitalism fashion, uh, free market capitalism, the, the market will decide, but I feel like 25 bucks for a liter a piece. $5 seems like a, like a very small, actually, hey, Google, how much is five pounds in AUD? $9.30 for a liter a piece. Doesn't seem like enough. There's more, there's more to this story, but I'm, re- I'm really hung up on the fact that he's asking his 60-year-old neighbor for piss and she's doing it. What? How? How? How are you okay with that? How does anyone come up to you? Hey, how you going? I'm John from next door. Yeah, we've seen each other when we're taking our garbage out to the road on Tuesdays. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, I've seen your cat too. He gets up on my fence. Let's cut the bullshit, Mary. I love drugs and I've and I cannot fail this test at work. Do you need five dollars? Because I've got a milk jug with your name written on it. That's got to be taking her a few goes to fill up as well. I don't know because like I'm bad with I'm bad with years. Like in terms of like when people are like oh we graduated in like X year and I'm like did we? I'm bad at I'm bad at remembering like when years were. Does that make sense? Maybe I'm bad at explaining things as well that we're discovering. I'm also bad with distances and probably guessing like measurements and volume. You know what I mean? So I don't know when I go to piss, I don't know how much I'm putting out. You know, what's the average? Hey, Google, how much on average should someone urinate in one go? On the website webmd.com, they say, most people urinate between six and eight times a day. But if you're drinking plenty, it's not abnormal to go as many as ten times a day. You may also pee more often if you're taking certain medications. Like hey, Google, stop. Not the, not the piss facts I'm looking for. That's helpful, but it's not that helpful. A liter of piss. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to continue on with the rest of this. But seriously, what all I'm picturing is because... A liter seems like a lot, so you've got to have you have to keep that in your bathroom. Yes, okay, we've all agreed. A liter is a lot of piss. You're not. You're probably not pumping out a liter of piss 
just on like, oh, rise and shine. It's Tuesday. Time to time to drop a liter of piss. Like, I don't know. I don't think you're putting out that much, okay, in one go. So it's probably going to take you a few goes. So she's just keeping a jug of piss in her home. What next to the toilet until it's filled, and then she like takes it round there. What if what if her what if her children or her grandchildren come round? And they just see a jug of piss in grandma's bathroom. Does anyone have any questions about that? No one's going to ask grandma about the jug, of, the half-filled jug of piss and the stash of, and the, the stack of $5 notes that she has next to it. No one's going to ask her about that. Okay. I went online and bought a heat pouch, which warms the urine up, ready for my test. So it is the right temperature. Before I had my pouch, I had a few accidents trying to strap bottles of piss to my thigh, but not anymore. The person added that he had heard of other people buying synthetic penises that look like the real thing specifically for urine tests. I think I'll invest in one, he said. Great investment. Great investment. What did you invest in this year? Well, 30% long-term stocks, 25% long-term bonds, 7.5% gold, 6% fake dicks. It's my alternative and a stack of rare Magic the Gathering cards that falls under my alternative investments category. I'll invest in a fake dick. Okay. God, people love their drugs, don't they? The Quick Fix Piss Perfect Synthetic Urine Delivery System. That's a fucking, that is a name and a half for a product. The Quick Fix Piss Perfect Synthetic Urine Delivery System, the QFPPS UDS, includes a, quote, nearly lifelike prosthetic fake penis in white, tan, brown, and black that comes with temperature pads, hand warmers, and a harness and is sold for 106 pounds online. Hey, Google, 106 pounds in AUD. A hundred and ninety-six Australian dollars for a fake dong, some warmers, and a packet of piss. I apologize for the plosives as well. I am gonna invest in a still got the shotgun microphone. I have like a weird rig set up for it. I know I'm doing the YouTuber thing when ah oh, the pimple on my face. I know I get it, but I'm gonna fix it. Don't worry about it. Slop fest. Anyway, I'm looking, I'm looking at a picture of the quick fix piss perfect synthetic urine delivery system and this penis looks anything but lifelike i'm gonna look i'm gonna audibly paint a picture of this dick for you hopefully you're not listening to this <laughs> this is a weird episode to I, I know it's a strange one i get it probably should have dropped a warning at the beginning of this one don't listen to this one on speakers this is a headphone episode okay It's a bit late for that now anyway. I apologize. I apologize if you've been listening to this with your parents. What a podcast, Jackson. Well, um, it's kind of like a radio show. How about I just play one for you? I found this one the other week. Oh, good. He's got another episode out. Let's listen to that together. Piss and dicks. Anyway, um, this this fake dick is just a a cream-colored tube with a gaping hole in the end of this penis. Anything but lifelike. If you go to my Twitter, 
at my pixel persona. I'll put a picture of this up there on there, okay? We should get, okay, I'm going to have to get a Twitter account specifically just for this podcast so I can post pictures like this so that people in my actual life don't ask me what the fuck is going on. But I will put this up there. Go check it out. <laughs> okay. Um, website urinetheclear.com. Absolutely love that. I do love that, actually. Also stocks of various forms of urine, including frozen urine and dehydrated including frozen and dehydrated urine and boasts, in fact, our strict testing method means that not a single kit of human urine for sale has ever resulted in a positive, I'm assuming that's a positive reading throughout our entire time in the industry. <laughs> what industry are you in? I'm in textiles. Interesting. I'm in steel and exports. And what are you into at this, at this networking meeting we're, we're at? I'm in piss. Sorry, uh, I should be more specific. Fake piss. I'm in the game of fraudulent piss. Each sample of real human urine for sale undergoes GC, gas, chromatography, and MS, mass spectrometry, testing, uh, rather than inferior enzyme, multiple immuno, immuno, immunos, immunoassay tests, immunoassay test. Look, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you're in piss, if you're in shit, slap some scientific words in there and people will just... Scientific words in the piss industry will position you as a market leader and a thought leader. 100% every every day of the week. (laughs) Because this says to me, piss expert. Absolute piss expert. In the US, large companies often require clear test results before employing workers and benefit claimants who have been urine urine drug tested in the past. Due to the popularity of synthetic urine, 18 US states have passed laws banning its sale. In states where cannabis is legal, there have even been instances of companies struggling to find enough workers with clear results due to the amount of people smoking marijuana, which stays in the system for weeks. Earlier this year, the Denver Post reported that employment lawyers found companies in labor-intensive industries, hoteliers and home health care providers and employers with many warehouse and assembly jobs are most likely to drop marijuana testing. So many people out here blitzed off their nut that we're getting rid of drug testing. What's the pivot for the piss industry then is, is what's, you know, that's really the concern on my mind now. If, if we're just, look, everyone is fucked off their nut 24-7. Everyone is high as a fucking kite. And I can't find anyone to employ. I just need to, I need to get a couple of these stoners on board. We're scrapping the piss testing. Now I'm concerned for the piss industry. The people who are gainfully employed by big piss. Big piss it's not something that gets covered a lot in Business Insider, or Fast Company, Harvard Business Review, not doing, not doing a lot of studies on the piss industry. But, you know, I, I, you know, personally, I fear that the changes to the drug testing policies, it's going to hurt big piss. And I'm just concerned for the, the, the families who are gainfully employed by piss. Something, something to think about. It's not all it's not all goofs on this show, okay? Sometimes it's thought-provoking 
insight and discussions. Let's have a discussion about piss. Tweet me at my pixel persona. Craigslist, Melbourne. Mail Medical Research, Sydney. Don't know why you're posting this on the Melbourne one then, anyway. Quite a few months ago, on old Craigslist, basically, um, I like to dip into Craigslist every now and then, check out misconnections and stuff. Just keep my finger on the pulse of relationships. There's one thing, you know, that I am, am fascinated by. It's community building. It's relationships. It's people. It's human psychology. What, what drives people? What motivates them? What motivates them to buy piss from their 60-year-old neighbor? Or even what motivates them to, to propose that to them? Just interested. Just fascinated by that kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, basically old old Craigslist. I think they it, it used to have more fucky fuck stuff on it. And then they like cracked down. And now they're like trying to, you know, Craigslist is like, ah, too much fucking on this. Let's tone it. Let's let's tone it down. You know, let's tighten let's tighten the the belt a little bit on cum. Quite a few months ago, on old Craigslist, I chatted to a medical guy who was studying aspects of male physiology and was looking for guys to participate. We exchanged many emails, which were fascinating and detailed. We had planned to meet up, but he didn't follow through at the last minute. If you know this guy or are this guy, I'd still be interested in helping out. The conversation was quite enlightening. Showed you understood many aspects of male psychology and physiology, from sexuality to circumcision. Would be good to hear from you. That's the kind of stuff you're going to get on Craigslist. I brought this up because this is... This guy is out here looking for the medical guy that he was talking to, and I want to put this out to that guy who wrote this. My guy, you are straight up. You were straight up being groomed by a serial killer. There ain't, there is, there is absolutely no, uh, there is no other way to explain what was going on in there. What was going on with those interactions. That's some, that's some Hannibal Lecter shit, right? Right? Like that's, you read something like that, right? As, you know, a non-biased third party, you're on, you, you're not tied to this at all. That, don't that sound like some fucking... Some Zodiac level Hannibal Lecter style shit. Some Patrick Bateman. There was, okay, there was a thing ages ago. I really should have looked this up, but I'm only just thinking of this now. Like a while ago, like maybe a really long time ago, maybe early 2000s or something. I'm not too sure when. Again, we've established I'm really bad at dates and time. So basically there was a guy who wanted to eat someone. As you do. Not in the sexy sense. Get your mind out of the gutter. In a bad sense, in a Hannibal, in a Hannibal Lecter style sense, in a a man wants to eat another man type of shit. So he basically put it out on the internet and was like, "Yo, what's up? I want to eat someone." And because it's the internet, someone hit him back and was like, "Fuck it, I want to be eaten." I think it was a German guy. It it, it he ended up like killing the dude or whatever. And the whole story, oh, fuck. I'll try and I'll try and find it and like bring it for the next episode or whatever if you're interested. Because um, I'll do a quick recap, maybe, or even you can just like look it up. But it's like really bizarre. And the guy was talking about just walked through, walked to them, just walked the police through everything he did, and 
how he did it and what they were going to do and he wanted to like eat his dick or something. I'm not sure. That's going to sound really weird if there was no dick play in, in that story whatsoever. And now I'm just adding my own, my own, <laughs> my own narrative. Oh God. But yeah, that happened. It reminded me of that. That's why I wanted to put this in here because a hundred percent. And like what he says, showed you understood many aspects of male psychology and physiology from sexuality to circumcision. What do you mean he knew a lot about circumcision? How and why and how did that come up? And why did that make you more interested? I'm just thinking out loud here. I'm just going over this in my head. Like, and you, you know what, dude, you 100% stopped hearing from him for for one of two reasons. One, he got caught because he's 100% a serial killer. Or two... He had to he had to change towns because he he stayed too long in one place and the fuzz were getting too close and he had to move on to to continue killing and eating people. Maybe he wasn't eating them, but there is there is a hundred percent some shit going on here where he's like carving people up. Anyway, uh, I I have a gang of honorable mentions, so I'm gonna try and uh, run through some honorable mentions before we pick out who is the. Who's winning this one? Who's who's out here doing it weirder? Some honorable mentions. Apps for talking to ghosts. Saw an article on that with this paranormal investigator was talking about how ghosts are using our phones to talk to us. I like how when they whenever they talk to a paranormal investigator, they always describe themselves as being logical and skeptical. And then it's always, you know, ran through all the tests and everything. And this was the only logical conclusion. So uh, ghosts ghosts are talking to you through your phones. Banksy art self-destructing. Just that's great. True. Maybe maybe dating the show a little bit. Maybe putting a timestamp on the show. But um, this one only just came out this weekend. Basically sold for a million or 1.3 million at auction. And right as that gavel banged down, an alarm went off on the frame and the thing started shredding itself. I don't know, because it looked like it only shredded itself halfway. And I think maybe it was supposed to do that. And that's like part of it. Which everyone is saying, oh, like, this is crazy. Is he stealing from people? Uh, No, imagine hanging that at your house. Like you have this half shredded original canvas painting by Banksy. And then you have this like crazy story to go along with it as well. I think maybe it was only intended to shred it halfway. And then that was kind of like part of it because he's like a very theatrical dude. But anyway, another one was Satan ruled out as experts puzzle over mysterious flaming pit in Arkansas. That's always good. Should we get some scientists in here? Well, let's get back to basics and let's start with the logical people who should be here. Let's fly in some priests and let's, let's really, let's clear it. Let's clear up the fact that this might be devil related first. They concluded their investigation, not not D-Man related. Okay, well, let's get the scientists in here then. Uh, another one, Ohio mom let 10-year-old son get tattooed from unlicensed 16-year-old, which just imagine the dumb shit that you were into when you were 10. And now imagine that that, that dumb shit's on you forever. I mean, I got, a, I got a hand tattoo when I was like 19 and then I got it lasered. And then I got it covered up. <laughs> that's just an example of how you can get a tattoo 
even I was an I was an adult then. A fucking idiot of an adult, I might add. So fucking stupid. Six laser sessions later. That's a that's a fun with three months, three to four months between each session. Fuck me. Expensive as shit. Look, here's a PSA to take away from this episode. If you are going to get tattoos, fuck. Go to look for really great artists and get something that you love. Get shit you love. Do more of what you love. Share what you love. Tell someone you love them. Don't get dumb tattoos on your hand when you're 19 or 10 for that matter. Um, just a quick one. Another honorable mention. Craigslist Melbourne. Prank enthusiasts Melbourne looking for others to participate in... Pa- looking for others to participate in pranks for potential YouTube channel. I have a couple of original ideas of my own. Prank devices are ready to be unleashed on the public. I'm super chilled and laid back, open-minded, love to hang and laugh with people aged 25 to 40. Looking for similar. Know how to film slash record audio covertly slash editing would be a huge bonus. My gear for filming slash recording audio, I don't think are up to scratch. So if you have appropriate gear... So if you have appropriate gear, the better. Anyway, hit me up. So you have none of the equipment, basically, is what you're saying. You have an idea for a YouTube channel and absolutely none of the equipment. Don't fucking do pranks in... Go go prank your other fucking mates, you know what I mean? And film that shit and put it on the internet. Don't go film. Don't be pranking people in public. People are just out living their lives, dealing with their own shit. And now they've got some fucking idiot running up on them in the streets doing some dumb cunt shit and then they're filming it and putting it on the internet. Fuck off. (laughs) Really? (laughs) You know, clearly a big fan. Clearly a big fan of prank channels. Uh, And another one was um, Craigslist, Sydney. Maldives holiday all paid for. Hey there, ever wanted to go to the Maltese? The Maltese, love me some Maltesers on on my brain. Ever wanted to go to Maldives but couldn't? Well, you can now. And that too for free. Free, all capitals, just so you know. I'm a 19 year old male going to the Maldives for a vacation from Sydney. I need a photographer to take some nice and cool pictures here. Take some nice and cool pictures here and there. And that's why I'm writing this ad. Girls would be highly considered. So maybe it's not all about the photos then. So weird when people put stuff like that, like, hey, just a just a regular guy looking for a housemate must be female. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? Um, all you need is a passport and that's all. Your tickets and meals accommodation will be paid for by me. Email me ASAP, leaving in seven to ten days. This was just a quick honorable mention because I wanted to ask, I just, I wanted to ask you, do you think anyone ends up taking these people up on their offers? Because occasionally you'll see stuff like this where they're like, oh, all expenses paid, come do this like dope thing. And it's clearly like a, like a fuck kind of sex is implied kind of, which is like really, I don't know. It's so weird and like gross unless like, you're into that, you know what I mean? Like you're like it's two willing participants and you're into that shit, fucking go buck wild. But when people put stuff up like this and they're like, "Hey, nothing sus. There's nothing sus about it." 
there's always something sus about it. It's, but I'm just like, does anyone ever take this up? And it just like, it was totally above board. Like, yeah, totally chill. We just went and fucking took some pictures and it was dope. And, you know, we were working on his Instagram account and that was it. Got a free trip to the Maldives later. I think it's the piss people. Now that I'm thinking like who's out here doing it harder, who's doing it weirder. It's got to be the piss people, right? I mean, the other guy, he's just being wooed. When you think about it, okay, the guy the guy who was talking to the medical dude who was like, oh, I'm all about sexuality and circumcision. He was just being wooed by a charming, intelligent, charismatic psychopath. And you can, he gets a pass for that, I think, because that's what like psychopaths do, you know? Maybe this dude's just like really good at like charming people and people that, you know, don't even realize like how weird all the shit is that they're getting into or whatever. But these piss people, they're out here researching piss, ordering and and wearing and using piss contraptions. They're ordering piss online. They're spending their hard-earned money on piss. They're asking their neighbors for piss. I think we found, yeah, that's, it's got to be, it's got to be the piss people who are doing it weirder. Let me know on Twitter at my pixel persona. It's got to be the piss people. There's just, there's no way. There's no way that it's not them. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird, this is a weird sort of, um, would you call them a subculture? Maybe, right? Because it's like a group of people. Well, there's an entire, it's a subculture. There's an entire industry of piss around this. There's people doing tests on piss. People have the best piss in town. You know, this this piss is... We don't do the shitty testing on our piss. Only the great testing. All the scientific testing on our piss. I'm just going to go now because I've, I've said piss out loud too many times. Too many times for a person to have said it. And I, I need to go have a shower and just like wash this episode off of me. Thank you for listening. Uh, thanks for hanging out. I will. I'll get a. I'll. I'll get a Twitter up for for the podcast now that we have a name. Again, shouts out to Sam. Thanks for coming up with the name. I like it. I think it's fitting. It's definitely fitting this episode. <laughs> Nothing describe. If I could describe this episode in one word, it would be piss hyphen slop fest. Thanks for hanging out. See you next time. <laughs>